Say It Southern, aspiring to live not just as moms, but as modern Southern women, we began this project to hear from those who inspire us and recognize those who are achieving their own personal goals. Listen in as we celebrate the South and those who say it Southern. This episode of Say It Southern is sponsored by Renaissance Bank and their program, Rise with Renaissance. RISE is an organization that educates and supports women on their financial journey. From running a household to running your own business, Renaissance is there for you. We are back with Clara from The Home Organized in Birmingham, Alabama. In this episode, we find out what Clara has been up to. We learn and hear tips on how she has successfully grown her business over the last couple of years. And Clara shares so many practical tips and products to get us on track for 2022. Join us as we catch up with our friend, Clara of The Home Organized. Today, we're so excited. We've got Clara with us. Clara is like an OG. I feel like she's kind of been around a while. 2019, probably, Clara, you think? Yeah, I think so. And then we had to talk to her about organizing, and then she went on our getaway. And so she's just an old friend. And so we love having you on all the time, but especially in January when our houses and our lives are insane and we need some we need some clarification. We need some <laughs> yeah. organization. How are you doing, friend? I'm good. That pun was amazing. Um, I'm doing well. I'm so glad to be back on Say It Southern with y'all. I'm honored. I'm always glad to see you on, uh, we're behind the scenes so we can see each other, but I'm always happy to see y'all and talk with y'all. So thank you for having me. Well, listen, you have been busy. Your business has grown since the first time we spoke in 2019 has what like quadrupled in size I mean what is going on it's amazing we're so excited and proud of you thank you it's kind of been nuts um it has been truly a blessing from God I started my business in Mobile in 2018 I believe and then two years into the business my husband got a job in Birmingham so we relocated and I had to basically start from scratch again my business is mainly word of mouth and so COVID happened when we moved and all this crazy stuff, but the Lord has been so generous. And I went from just me to one other person to now, I think I have six people on the team with um, several people who come in and out for different projects, but we're looking to grow in 2022 and we have expanded our um, services to a lot of different things. And actually we just added another service. So it has been a whirlwind and a lot of fun. And I am excited about all the things we're going to do in 2022. What do you think are some of the keys to your growth that you've experienced? Um, Hard work, (laughs) determination. Wow. I think we have had a lot of wonderful clients who have shared our our services with other people. Um, we work hard. We, one of our catchphrases is, um, we run, we don't walk. And so we always want to make sure that we're doing things the most efficiently. We are doing things that last long for the long haul, that it's beautiful, that we make sure that the space is not only functional for our clients, but, um, it's maintainable and it's beautiful. And so when we marry all of those things, hard work, um, beauty, functionality for the individual clients. I think it just all comes to make an amazing package that is useful for the long haul. 
Mm-hmm. So is it just mostly, does your business word of mouth? I mean, I know you did a big rebrand too. So new website, new branding, new logo and all of that. And so it, it looks, it looks amazing, but what do you, you. do you think it, that has anything to do with it? Or do you think it's just I, mostly word of mouth in your industry? So a lot of what we do is obviously word of mouth. Um, that is where our biggest business comes from. Of course, people see us on Instagram, but a lot of times that's more of them seeing what our work is. Um, in early 2021, we did rebrand, um, with fetch marketing. Um, and Chelsea was actually one of my clients and I got to know her really well. And I thought her vision for my company was beautiful. And what I wanted to do, we wanted to up level our services and make sure that, um, we were meeting the needs, all the needs. So we were a full service company, um, that we wanted to, be able to do an assessment that we wanted to help clients declutter, which is a huge part of what we do. We wanted to make sure that we were creating systems that worked for them individually. It wasn't a blanket organization um, that we were bringing in product that was going to last and function really well for their space. And then we were taking away trash and donation and all that thing, all those things so that it was basically one-stop shop. We come in, we do it, and then they can have it set up for a really long time that functions really well and they feel good about it. Um, and Chelsea really just helped me add that luxury part in there. And yeah, I think that's the majority of what it is. Yeah. Yeah. I saw one day, Clara, it made me laugh because I'm following your stories and everything. And you were, you had gone into a house and it was kind of like a behind the scenes sneak mm-hmm. peek something. And there were all these miniature figurines it was like mm-hmm. miniature santas and ducks and i remember thinking honey she ain't only cleaning out cabinets she's up in somebody's attic pulling out something that came over on the mayflower she's trying mm-hmm. to organize that i mean it looks really pretty sometimes but you get into some situations we <laughs> we see a lot and if the industry that we're in, like you have to love what you do so that you don't get burnt out or overwhelmed. Um, I really feel like it is a calling for me uh, because it's a way to love, like a physical way um, to love on people or like a tangible way to love on people. Um, And I see a problem. It's almost like Tetris in my mind. If you can imagine like, okay, you can fit things together, but there's more efficient ways to fit it together to maximize the space or and Tetris, like to get more rows out. Um, and then it's, it kind of shifts into like a puzzle piece of like, I can see what the end is going to be. We just have to take the steps to get there. Um, I always laugh because you see those like TikToks where they're like hitting the screen and it's like, they're going from like, you know, that can we skip to the good part and they hit it and they pull back and they're like, but I have to do the thing. I was like, people forget we have to do the thing. <laughs> a lot. You're doing the thing. It's so pretty once it's done and it works so well, but it's a lot of hard work. Um, and we become very dirty <laughs> a lot of the times. People don't realize we wear a uniform of just like black Lulu shirts and pants because we walk away. Like even if they're, you know, immaculately kept houses, we're going into spaces that aren't maintained nearly as much. And so we literally come with like dirt and debris off of us. Um, so that's not like the glamorous part, but it is so satisfying once it's all done and you can see the end product. And when the clients see it and it's working for them, it's the greatest reward. 
you're talking about going into people's homes and mm-hmm. and looking at their little figurines and stuff. So what do you say to people who like for me, for instance, I mean, I'd be nervous for you to come in my house and see all my stuff and my junk. Um, you know, typically by the time they're hiring us, they're maybe a little bit more over that than what we would feel like if a friend came in. They know that I'm coming in for the purpose of helping them edit down their things that I'm there to take care of their items and make it where they love those again or need to let go of those. I do have people that will sometimes apologize for their space, but here's the thing. Like I see this all the time and this might be like maybe a little TMI type stuff, but you know, when you go to the gynecologist and they are looking at who has all dang day long and like they don't know one person's from the next they're just looking for the problem and trying to make sure everything is working and functional like that's the same thing I don't remember I'm not judging I want to help I see a problem like I want to fix it so I mean like I would have no issue seeing I've listen I've seen everything so that's true there's not really much that can surprise me or my team anymore yeah, that's true. You know, do you remember a couple of years ago, Claire, you may remember this. Um, we had Blue Pencil Home on the podcast and they yeah. came in and did my playroom like five days before Christmas, right? Yeah, they did that Nerf wall, which was amazing. The Nerf wall, which is still, I mean, it's it's one of our use spaces. But I remember being like, I had to really put myself out there to put all that on social media <laughs> and for our followers and everything. But I get like this every year, like, because we've had people here, we've had people, you know, we've had family in, we've used all the sheets and the towels. And like, when I'm pulling them out, I'm like, Ugh, this may be one I need to toss. I give it the field test. And, and so I feel like every January, this is why it's perfect to have you on at this time, because we're ready to throw it all out, mm-hmm. give it all away, go through every drawer. And when you came on the getaway with us, Sarah, remember how everyone was so crazy about Clara? They were like, I mean, that session could have gone on and on and on because people want to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Everybody, there's so many questions. <laughs> like, where do you even start? You know, that's what I was going to say. I think people are like, we don't know where to start. We don't know what to mm-hmm. do. We feel like because we spent money on something that we should mm-hmm. keep it forever. Um we want our kids to take pride in their things and not, you know, like, well, you got that from Aunt Suzanne for your birthday when you were three. And it and like it becomes our emotional connection to it that we're passing on. I mean, it's it's so much to unpack, no pun intended, but like, okay, so it's January. What are we today? January 7th. What do we do? How do we get started on purging? our life. Yes. Okay. So there's a lot to unpack in that. Um, but let's start from first. A lot of people, you have to give yourself grace because we can be so harsh on ourselves and we think, Oh, we've got to accomplish it all, you know, in the next few days, listen, we, it's a lot of work. And so you need to allow yourself grace to say, okay, I don't have to tackle it all in a few days because you think about my team and I, we do this, you know, as a full-time business and it'll take us a solid week for, you know, six girls, a solid week working all the time to get it done. Um, and this is what we do for a living. So we know how to be the most efficient, but if you're doing it by yourself, again, it's giving that saying, it's okay that it's going to take me a, a minute. Um, 
let's evaluate what spaces are bothering me the most and really pulling back and going, okay, what drives me bonkers? Or let's say the playroom, kids' playroom. Um, that drives me the most insane. So let's tackle that first. Or, you know what, let's start with an easier space because I have a hard time getting rid of stuff. So maybe this will ease me into it if I do the pantry because you're not really connected to a lot of the things in the pantry. So maybe start feeling what that process feels like of getting rid of expired or utensils that you don't use often and then move to a little bit harder space. I would not, I would say don't jump around from space to space because then all of a sudden you're going to get overwhelmed. You're going to create more of a mess. Then at the end of it, you're just going to be so tired that you're just going to shove it all right back. Right. So start with one space and you probably see it a lot when I showed on Instagram and it's so true. This method is so tried and true. I don't know any organizer that doesn't do this, but let's say pantry and we're going to you know, say a small pantry, like cabinets, not like a massive walk-in pantry, but pull everything out, um, wipe it down, sort into your categories, then look for expired. Don't do it as the long way because then you're creating double the amount of work. Um, and then think about, okay, how do I put this back in here? What do we reach for the most? Do I do a Costco run? Do I buy in bulk or am I, you know, just doing my weekly shopping? What do my kids grab for the most? Where is that in reach? Do I do a lot of cans? Well, you know, can I grab higher or do I, you know, don't want it to be seen when you open it? All these things, like just sit down and think through the process of going, how do I want my house to function? How do I want this specific space to function so that my life is easier? Um, And so I, and then of course product comes after that. But when you're going through these spaces, if you can get someone, and I always say like, if you don't have a professional organizer, maybe get a friend who you're like close with, but not like super close with, who like if they tell you to get rid of something, it's not gonna really offend you or you're gonna like come back at them because <laughs> they said, Hey, I don't think you need this. Uh, but find someone, especially not like I'm very against the spouse and kids helping sometimes because they'll <laughs> talk or mothers, mothers will talk you into keeping everything. Um, so maybe someone who could like, you know, that won't damage a friendship who will gladly help you for, you know, a glass of wine or whatever, um, to come help you go through that stuff. And then really think about the stuff. Your house is not a storage unit. So if you're like, Oh, well, aunt Susie gave this to my child six years ago, but like, does, does he actually care about it? Is aunt Susie going to know, is it just cluttering up your space and you can't bring something in that you want Um, It's just taking up that room and it's taking up mental space as well. It's in the back of your mind. You can feel it weigh down on you. And so let it go. Let it serve. It served its purpose. You're grateful. It's not saying that you're ungrateful for the things that they gave you, but pass it on or get it out of your house so that your home feels really good to you. That's really good. (laughs) Easy for you to say that, Clara. (laughs) Easy. Of course. It's so easy. Listen, when I go through my house too, I don't do it by myself. I typically take uh, my team lead, Laura, and she comes with me. And it's the fact of someone else standing there and watching you. Like she doesn't even have to say anything to me. Like her holding the trash bag is so powerful to me that I'm just willing to like throw things in. And then she'll give me a look if I'm like debating. And if I'm debating about something, most of the time I just need to let it go. Yeah. Um, And people don't realize this is so helpful. 
because I know like we'll get rid of stuff and then I'll live in the trunk of our car for four months. There are amazing places like donation centers um, that will come and pick up from your home. So just call it. Or let's say you have like a ton, a ton of crap that you just need to. Dumpsters are not that expensive. So have a dumpster dropped off and picked up and you can just toss stuff in there. And like, it's done. It's easy. Yeah. You'd have to pull up a dumpster to my house for sure. I am trying to get my boys to get involved in their rooms, right? Because we, Sarah has three girls. I have two boys. Everything is a pass down to like, does it fit right now? Does it not? There's all these extra clothes. That's what I'm Graham's like. Clothes. Mm-hmm. I can't clothes. find any shorts. And so, I, but I physically need him to be there to figure out what needs to be tried on and what's not. And then I can sort through, you know, a lot of that stuff too. But the other day I took a box in his room and, you know, it's all when the Christmas stuff comes out. When the Christmas mm-hmm. stuff comes out, you feel like you have got junk hanging from the ceiling fans. Or yeah. I do. I feel mm-hmm. smothered. I feel- <laughs> we literally do have stuff hanging from everywhere. Yeah. And I, and I, I even didn't get as much out this year because I was just like, it's too much. I've got too much stuff. And so mm-hmm. how do you involve your kids that in a way that works? Yeah. Well, like you said, yours are a little bit older. Um, and so are Millie and Taylor May, Sarah's kids. I wouldn't involve Stella. She's too young, but Lord <laughs> Stella, <laughs> Stella would be I think the first thing you would do as a parent is do an initial purge. Cause if you think you're getting overwhelmed by the whole situation and going through everything, can you imagine what their little brains are going through? This is why I typically don't want them to be on like the toy edit on the first round or if they're too young, because it's too overwhelming for them. And yeah. it's a very emotional thing for them. Even if we say I'm highly unusual, I'm really not attached to anything, but I also do like, the more I get into this business, the more unattached to things I am because I realize it's just stuff and I see it consume our lives and how much it impacts people's relationships. And I'm like, I don't want that. I want to enjoy my time and my freedom and I want my kids to play well. And so, um, I become a little bit more ruthless in my house. And if someone doesn't pick something up, it just tends to go in the trash. Um, that's very harsh. Don't do that with their stuff. Probably. Um, but that initial purge of like you doing it for your boys, Courtney first, and you going through and going, you know what, these things are tattered. Um, these look like they are hand me down clothes that don't need to go to the next child. I noticed they never play with this. Someone else could use this item. Go ahead and do that so that they have a lot less options and then involve them in small bite size portion. So, Okay. Graham, let's just try on all the pants and then you can go play. That's a good chunk of like a bite-sized chunk that he could handle that he's not being like tortured into it and then come back around. So now you've at least edited one part down and then, you know, a couple hours later, the next day say, you know, let's try shirts. Let's edit down the shirts. Um, So those bite-sized portions for those ages are so much better because I I don't want to walk into a room and probably you don't either when it's not categorized and be like, okay, we'll toss. Well, that's just a blanket of like, okay, I'm paralyzed now. I don't know what to do. Um, Does that answer that question? Yeah, because I think a lot of times we keep as parents, that's easy to, for us to yell at them about, you know, like your room, your room's a mess. You don't get care of your things. And like, 
I'm tired of talking about it. I mean, do you get that way, Sarah? Yes, yes. You know what Millie did recently? I had her go in and pull out things that don't fit. I was like, just get in there. Anything that doesn't fit you anymore, it's too small, just pull it out. Well, and I was like, that way, you know, we can put it and save it for Stella. So she pulls out everything that doesn't fit. So basically her closet and dumped it into Stella's room. Like (laughs) threw it in her room. Clothes were everywhere. I walked upstairs and I was like, what happened to Stella's room? It looked like a bomb went off. I mean, and there's still, even now, I'm like, there's like clothes in Stella's room, like thrown in her closet. I just kind of like shoved in the closet now. And it's just, it's crazy. It's it's a mess. It's a mess. <laughs> well, and that's the thing too, is we tend to not edit down first or we think, oh, this was on sale or I want this item for my kids. They really don't need nearly as much as Mm -mm. you think they do. And nor do we like, it's one of those, we tend to go toward the same thing. And if you have too many options, like you get paralyzed in that position. Um, I think Megan Larissa talks from style yourself. She will talks about that too, but like you have that anxiety, like you can't move and function. And then you're like, Oh, I have nothing to wear when you just too many options are not great for us. Mm -hmm. Um, and so being ruthless and being like, okay, first going through that, tossing what doesn't work, what's worn or tattered, what you didn't love. Um, because we all inevitably know, even if you're passing stuff down, I know you're going to go buy more stuff for your kids. So make a list of what you are keeping. You can put it like if you're doing it in a storage bin, cause they haven't hit the, like, the next size and they're, you know, there's two year sizes between write it down and write down a list of what you need to purchase for that season so that you're not rebuying, you know, too many of the same white t-shirt or whatever. Um, I kind of do basically a uniform for my kids and it works a little bit easier for boys. Like Luke, my oldest, he's seven, everything is red and blue. So if he, if my husband picks out the clothes, if he picks out the clothes, everything coordinates. So I don't have to think about it. So I don't have like this random yellow shirt with like nothing that goes with the bottoms. I've literally planned out his outfit going, okay, let's stay within these color zones. So that if you grab a t-shirt and a pair of shorts and they're not matched together, like they're going to match. Um, Look at that. Isn't that smart? I just don't have, I don't want to take the, it's one of those things. Like I don't want to use my brain for like those types of things. My time is so much more valuable elsewhere. So like Garner, my youngest, he's four. Basically everything's a baby blue or white. And it's so easy because you go in his drawer and all of his pants are have you know, blue in them and all of his shirts have blue some somewhere in it and might have other colors. But if, again, my husband's not great at picking out the clothes and trying to match things. So I just made it simple. Everything works in that color palette. Doesn't matter what shorts or what pants or what, you know, jacket, it all goes together. Um, Cause I mean, I would much rather spend my time elsewhere and my energy elsewhere. So that just made it easier. And then we have so much less. So I do wash every day, but I don't have a million things. And so the laundry never piles up. Um, because if we go through all of our clothes, it's basically like less than two weeks of clothing. And so I, I'm not having all these million things that pile up and then I get overwhelmed by the laundry because I wasn't able to keep up. I just don't have enough to not for go washing. And so I do that and then it never backs up on me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Laundry is definitely a place that we get backed up on. I think everybody does because it, it is not just the, the not folding, not putting away, but it's also the random socks that you hold on yeah. to and just, it becomes a dumping ground for things. 
So how, yeah. how should we kind of clean out the laundry room and get rid of those socks and the, the towels and the? <laughs> well, we do install a whole lot of like lost socks, sock bins. <laughs> um, but I'm one of those, and it, I we do pass a lot of our stuff um, down to like a Salvation Army or whatnot. Um, but at the beginning of every year, like school season, I take literally all my kids' socks, donate them, and buy new packs. And so Garner has a specific, like he's white with like nothing on them because he still has those fold down socks. And then Luke has like the little ankle socks and they're all white. I don't buy colors. I don't do whatever. So I know exactly whose is whose. And I just start fresh each season because socks are not a big investment and it's not worth my time or energy to try and sort it out or figure it out. It's better for me to spend the $6 from Target on the packet and call it a day and save my sanity. Come talk to me. Come, come. To my- <laughs> <laughs> when in doubt, just throw it away or, or donate it somewhere. I mean, there, I love being able to pass things down and recycle things. But at the end of the day, for us and how fast our society moves and how busy our lives are, it's just not worth my time and energy. I need to keep my energy is better spent spending time with my kids than doing laundry. My time is better spent you know, valuing and letting my kids play outside than me, you know, cleaning or picking up the thousands of cups around the house. They have, you know, enough cups to get them through the day and then there's no extra. So they either need to hand wash it or come find the cup that they have. You know, excess is so, is so prevalent in our culture and consumerism is. And so I just said, you know what, I would rather enjoy my home life and I want my clients to enjoy their home. And so less is truly more. Okay, Claire. So like, what's the point between I'm about to have a nervous breakdown and I need to hire Clara or someone in my, in my local, you know, two hour area to come and help me out? Yeah. Um, we, get, we get a lot of people in that position, like they've hit their limit. They're about to lose their ever loving mind. Um, and they are just ready. So a lot of times they're, they're super ready to purge. Um, and I will say like, we're not going to force anybody to get rid of anything, but what we do is try and understand why they're keeping stuff, um, really get to the root of why they hold on to this stuff and how we can assist them to allow it to go or pass it down or whatever it may be. Um, but if you've hit your point where you go, you know what, this is worth the investment in home organization, no matter what company you hire, it's going to be an investment. Um, but it's an investment in your home, in your relationships with your spouse, with your children, with your partner, whoever, to alleviate this, these pain points and get you to a point where you can enjoy your home and it can be somewhere of rest and it's not a place Home organization, I will say, is not a one-and-done deal. We're putting systems into place to make it last for the long haul, but you will have to edit down. You'll have to maintain. Yeah, It's not like like housekeeping. You don't clean your house once and say, oh, it's done. Same with organization because things are always going to come in the house or kids grow up and you need to readjust the systems based on, you know, we don't have toys anymore. Now we have video games and records and Nerf guns, you know, Um, but you can always go online and look at different organizers and go, okay, their aesthetic looks 
you know, appealing to me. I like the way they look. I, I like the services they offer because not every organizer is the same. So we are a full service luxury organizing company. So we do it from, you know, consultation to hauling off trash. Some just might come and help you declutter and not bring products. So it's ever, whatever you want it to be, you can find the company that has that look that you're going for that offers the services that you're going for. And then realize that it might be a week or two at your home with someone going through all your stuff. But again, I've never met an organizer that is in this business to like gossip or talk about the stuff. Like we really want to help. And so no, you know, prepare yourself, maybe have a glass of wine (laughs) to to realize like someone's coming in your house and touching all your things. Um, But book that consultation, talk with them, ask them questions about how their process works. Um, and then realize like there is going to be some hard work, emotional work in it, but at the end of it all, we're there to help. We want to make your life easier. This is for me and my team. This is my ministry. It's a tangible way I can love on people and make their life better. Um, and so don't be afraid to reach out and ask them questions because they are there to help. Clara, how do you get in touch with you? Um, you can go first to my website. It's thehomeorganized.com. And then Instagram is mainly where we function off of. And it's at thehomeorganized underscore. Well, Clara, I love following you. You have all these tips. And, it, you know, it's always fun to see the spaces that you're going in and what you're doing. And I don't know. I have learned that when I just want to get in the fetal position and shut the door to whatever room it is I can't deal with, that's when I need, that's what I need, Clara. Yeah. Tommy, <laughs> I'll come up. You know, I'll be up there in a heartbeat. <laughs> well, before you go, we do like to do a little popcorn round, you know. So we want to just kind of go through some different rooms. And, you know, we've talked a lot about getting rid of things and editing things out. But also part of being organized is bringing some things in, some products that we may need and some systems that might work best for kitchens and bathrooms. So we just kind of want to do a little rundown for the popcorn round of what you think we need in these spaces. Maybe just one thing that would be good and helpful for us to add into our homes. Yeah, absolutely. All right, let's start with the kitchen because I think we all live in the kitchen, you know? Yes. So kitchen, I... Absolutely love expandable drawer dividers for your drawers. So they can come in bamboo, they can come in white, they can come in acrylic, but those really help in those spaces to divide up like your utensils. Let's say you have a deep drawer and you need to do like bowls so things aren't moving around. Those are a great price point and so usable in drawers, deep cabinets, whatever that you need them for. Like they're just a great all around product. What about pantry? pantry. I love me some acrylic bins. Um, if you go on my Instagram, you'll see like, I I literally love acrylic. Um, I think they're great because you can, they're so versatile. You can see what you have in them so that like, you're not overbuying. They look sleek. They're easy to wipe out. They can fit most size shelves. You can turn them, you know, narrower or deeper, but acrylic bins are so good. What about laundry room? Oh, I love flat, lazy Susans in the laundry room. A lot of times, like we'll have like the little miscellaneous cleaning supplies. I think we did that. It was that in yours too. That's what I was going to say. You changed my life in like 30 minutes. And I, 
I bought those things off IKEA, those bins and those lazy seasons. And I want you to know, if you walked in there right now, it's immaculate. I have kept the system. I have, I mean, mm-hmm. I'm so proud of that room. I'm so glad. I mean, honestly, Lazy Susan's, the divided ones, like with the sides on them or the flat ones, you can put those in any spaces and they will make a world of difference underneath your bath- bathroom sink and your spice cabinet with your oils. Um, I mean, like one of the, that is one of my go-to products. It's just so versatile. It literally can live anywhere. Uh, it's amazing. So I highly recommend those. <laughs> okay, I have one. What about in our bathrooms, on our cabinets, on our side of the sinks? You know, should we be hiding our products under the... Should we have a system or are we using the stuff every day? We leave it out. That stresses me out. Yeah, so it really depends on what's easier for you. I'm of the mindset for me personally, if I don't have my skincare out on my countertop, I completely forget about it. Yeah, and so I have um, a little tray on my countertop with my daily skincare, but actually my makeup is in the drawer because I'm going to remember makeup, but skincare is the thing that I don't remember. So it just depends on your personality. Like everything that I do is very specific based on you. So let's say your husband, he'll remember it no matter what. And he's fine reaching underneath the cabinet, a divided bin underneath there with all his products is great. But if you need it to be seen a tray or, um, a divided makeup thing on your countertop that looks sleek and works well for you. That's totally fine. You can do two different systems that make sense for each of you. I just got a cosmetic fridge, you know, I don't have a lot of real estate on my, <laughs> <laughs> on my bathroom counters. So that's good to know. That's good to know. What about hangers? So I have this thing about hangers in our closet. You know, every, I love a velvet hanger now. Um, should all of our hangers be the same color? Yes. Oh my I gosh. Knew yes. it. I knew oh. you were going to say that. I totally understand. Because here's the thing like, it's going to visually, it's a visual stop and start. So it's cluttering up your visual um, space. But like, if you look in there and you have like a green one and a khaki one and a teal one, like that's visually not appealing. <laughs> and so having them uniform, I will say a lot of husbands hate velvet hangers. My husband hates velvet velvet hangers. Pretty much every man does. Target just came out with a line that's like a slimline hanger that is not velvet. That's fantastic. If they don't have a ton of, they have a lot more space and not a ton of stuff. Wooden hangers are great. There's other options, but I do like, because they all just want to pull it off and wring it out. And then all of a sudden the hanger is broken because they've been yanking on it too hard where women are a little bit more delicate with their clothing. Um, But there are other options, but I don't mind a husband's side being uniform of one and a wife's uniform of the other because you have different preferences. But color-wise, yes, please match those things. It will be the biggest impact that you have in that space. (laughs) Jason tries to get in my hangers and I'm like, you have black velvet. And he's like, oh my gosh. <laughs> what about kids' playroom, our area? What what's something that you think could help us organize their play space? A trash can. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, you know, it's one of those things. Like, I am not. It, it depends on their age. Um, I have just like these little white handle bins in mine because mine can sort out. They're at the the age that they can sort out their train tracks and whatnot. I tend to find like for, you know, 
bigger baskets that are a dumping ground, it's going to be a dumping ground. Like they're going to knock it all out and then they're not going to pick it up. So I try and limit like the amount of stuff and the amount of storage stuff, space that they have um, because you're just going to fill it up. So we have six little white handle bins. That's what we can have out at a time. And the rest of their toys are put up that they can't see. And that seems to be plenty that they can handle. Um, and again, with like age, it really kind of depends. Like, you know, praise the Lord. We don't have LOL dolls or anything because we have boys, but we have a shiitake mushroom amount of train tracks. And so I only allow them like if it only fits in that bin and we don't have any that overflow. So if we get more, then we need, need to edit it down. Yeah. I will say having girls, I, I did the bins. I have four big bins and I used to try to hang up. We're kind of getting out of the phase of dress up clothes. Sure. Princess dresses and all of that. And I used to try to hang them all up in the closet on hangers and try to keep it all organized and kind of out of sight. Well, then I ended up just dumping everything in a bin. Like this bin is for clothes. Play yeah. And it's so, it just made it easier for them to clean up. They actually put yeah. the stuff up, you know, it was just, it's just dumped in a big bin, but at least it's there and I don't have to see yeah, it. Yeah, but they can put that, that kind of stuff is easy for them to put back up. You've given them parameters. It's not like a massive, you know, amount of stuff that they have. Mm-hmm. You can edit it down, but like if it fits in here, then it works and they're happy to throw it in there at the end of the day. Great. Like it doesn't have to be micro-organized. Macro-organization is kind of the goal. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Clara, so where the lazy Susan changed my life that that needs to be on a t-shirt for you the home organized that lazy Susan changed my life because it really did. Mm-hmm. Where's the best place to get that and like the bins and the bamboo extenders and all that is all that on your website? You can find it on I have a shop um, page on my website with like my favorite products and my go-to um, so you can absolutely shop on there um, I feel like y'all know that I'm going to say the container store is my favorite. There is not one in Birmingham near me. So I have to order a lot of things in, but truly it's like a one-stop shop. It has all my favorite brands. Um, They make really incredible products. The price point is not bad. People are always so concerned about it being so expensive. It's really not, not for what you're getting and the quality you're getting. It's so good. Um, I love the container store. And then if you just want easier shipping, um, yeah, Amazon has a whole lot. So there's iDesign, there's MDesign, there's a million things. I mean, you can type in Lazy Susan and find a million and one things on there. So, um, yeah, those are my two main places. But keep it consistent, right? Like it needs keep to have- it consistent, and that's why I like stores like that. I mean, if you can shop local, that's amazing. But a bigger box store like Container Store is going to have consistent items and that they're always going to carry where if you go to TJ Maxx, they're not always going to be the same. Um, so with that whole aesthetic type thing of looking really good and giving you that luxury is making sure that your white bins are all the same and match and your lazy Susans are the same, you know, have the same inches on them as opposed to like doing a gray one and a plastic one and an acrylic one. You want them to be cohesive. That's good. Yeah. Just like your hangers. Buy them all from the same place in the same color. That's right. Clara, thank you so much for coming back on Say It Southern. It was so fun to catch up with you and hear about your business and how much you've grown and to get um, some tips and get motivated. Thank you for having me. It was wonderful. I always love talking to y'all.
<laughs> we love you. And thank you so much. And you're always inspiring. And I've got a big day planned for me and the children. <laughs> <laughs> Take a glass of wine with you. It'll help. I promise. hundred percent. All right. Talk to you soon. Bye. Sounds good. Thanks guys. Bye. Bye. Rise with Renaissance Bank, empowering women to pursue greatness. Renaissance is steadfast in the mission to support women in our communities and around the world. To learn more, visit risewithrenaissance.com. What a perfect time to have Clara on our podcast. Yes, it was. After the holidays. With the old. (laughs) Cleaning up from a new year. Yeah. And then the snow days. I mean, just when I thought I got my house cleaned up. Isn't that the truth? (laughs) Then here comes the snow. That is the truth. Two days of the children at home, which Mm -hmm. is such a Mm -hmm. joy. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I just got everything put up, cleaned too. Like I felt like my house was really clean. And then you throw in a snow day. And I promise you, Courtney, today on my cabinets underneath where, where they sit at the bar, the bar stools. Yeah. On the cabinet wall, there was something orange, sticky, like... A thick, gooey gunk. <laughs> where their feet are? Where their feet are. Like, where you'd think you'd see scuff prints. It yeah. was some sort of sticky... I had to scrape it off. I, I still don't know what it was. I, I can't even imagine what it was. I bet. I bet one of them got under there with, like, slime or something. <laughs> no talent. No talent. I had stuff at my back door. I thought somebody had threw a glass of wine against the wall or something, it looked well, like. Maybe, maybe you did. Maybe. <laughs> Have a new year. Have yeah. a new year. Well, the thing about the snow is, like... I think, oh, it's so idyllic. You know, mm. like, I love a good snow day. I get my little cinnamon ca- coffee cake going. I get my crock pot humming. <laughs> I'm, you know, get the fire going. But by the second day, I'm in, like, my closet with a brown bag. <laughs> yeah, that's day one. That's day one. I think we just have all, we all have PTSD from last year. Yeah, well, I was going to say, I haven't recovered from that, from that snow last February. We were out, I mean, what was it, two weeks? A week and a half Ten days. Least. Yes, yes. That's a long time. To be at home. I know. And, and bless all you people in Massachusetts. I know at least two people from Massachusetts listen to us for the demographics. <laughs> Maryland, we don't we know don't, how you do it. We don't do it. We don't do it. We don't know how you do it. We don't do it. But they can get out. Like, if you're in the north, they can yeah. get out. They can they go know how to the grocery function. store. People don't go crazy yes. up north over right. the snow like right. we do. I yeah. mean, I went to the grocery store the day before, and I was going to make chili. There were no canned tomatoes. I was like, somebody beat me to it, you know? And I saw another mom. She was like, I'm just trying to get milk for my boys. Like, they drink milk, uh-huh. you know? Yeah. It's all gone. Yeah. And I was like, well, sorry about it. I know. You know, at least it'll be 48 hours of, you know, you'll be out again soon. Let but. me tell you what I can't find. Special K, is there a shortage? Graham, it's, it's literally a food group in this house. Cannot find it. Cannot really? find it at Walgreens. Cannot find it at Kroger. Cannot find it at Target. There are a lot of random things right now like that. Do y'all have Supply sleds? Man. Did you know that there was a, pla- we did not a have sled sleds. shortage? Well, our sled, we lost it last February. We had one of the plastic ones. Sure. I don't know where it ended up. Yeah. So somebody's got it somewhere. Yeah. Somebody had a sled in their garage this uh-huh. year. Uh-huh. <laughs> it wasn't us. Yeah. But that's okay because I didn't feel like sledding this year. Oh, you didn't sled? I didn't sled. This. No. Last year I went out and did it. This year I was like, no, no. My brother-in-law took them sledding. Oh, they that's had a great perfect. time. Yeah. And I just, I had about an hour of peace and quiet at that point. But yeah, I mean, the house... Literally, all I did was get them dressed. I think I put this on my story. You did. It's truly 45 minutes. They go outside for 20. Yeah. Come back in. You cook. You, get you clean it up. Going. Get the dryer going. And then you dress them again. They're ready to go back out. Yeah. And you look at them, watch them for like 10 minutes, and then it's like, oh, here they come back in. Dang it. 
<laughs> I thought I was going to get, get something done. I thought I was going to get something done. Well, the problem done. is the time of year it was, the time of year it is right now, like you you are in that mindset of like, okay, got the Christmas tree down, got everything back up in the attic. Now, I got the old-fashioned pull-down attic. So, I mean, I have to make oh, sure. Yeah. I mean, it's a family affair. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like an assembly line of putting stuff up in the boxes. So, I just gotten everything back, and then the snow day happens, and, you know, you, you start a project. I don't know about you, but in the beginning of the year, I'm like, I get my new calendar out, mm-hmm. get my pens ready, <laughs> and then I start cleaning out drawers, <laughs> and then the snow hits, and your pots and pans are everywhere, <laughs> And your products in your bathroom are everywhere. And uh, I mean, you know about the state of my bathroom right now with this new cosmetic fridge. I mean, it's just, it, it, nothing is, uh, nothing small. Nothing small. No. It just all turns into the next thing. Well, you're not very good about doing just something yeah, little. Here comes the truth. Okay. Like you're talking about mm-hmm. your bathroom, your yeah. cosmetic fridge. You've got that. You're going to get organized. <laughs> but now you bought a $20 cosmetic fridge. Yes. And now you have to call an electrician in yeah. because you need an outlet under your cabinet. I do. I'm I like, mean, Jason, I can't have it sitting up here. Now you we need gotta have cabinets, right? Yeah. Like you, now we're going to need a whole vanity. <laughs> do the whole thing. Like, <laughs> and then the mirror's not going to work. So you're going to rip the, and the light fixtures might as well replace those. It's dated. It's dated. So it, it all started a, with the fridge. I know, but I will tell you. Last year, so Clara helped me like do my laundry room right, mm-hmm. and I opened the cabinets, I measured them, I did it right. I feel like it was like one of the projects that I really A to Z. I brought the I bought the right stuff because it's just like me or you to run to TJ Maxx and buy a bunch of random bins. Yep, yep. They don't ma- They don't have two of. Well, I'll just get this and spend seven dollars mm-hmm. instead of nine. Like spend the two dollars. And order it from the container store. Yeah, and get it here and yeah. get it right. I am going to do the lazy Susans like you did in your yes. laundry room because I, I am really impressed that you've kept that up. Game changer. I mean, laundry room is a tough room. If your system is right, though, like what Claire said, <laughs> if your system is right, you're going to keep it up. Yeah, really. Uh huh. I, I know. I'm so proud of it. I want to put them under my kitchen sink. That's where I keep all my cleaning supplies. Yeah, and there's stuff just stuffed all the way to the back. Yeah, of things that have fallen over. I don't even know what's in there. Like I can't even. If I can't see it, it's just like it never. It's not even there. Well, under my sinks I bought something that she recommended too. It's like a double um, rack kind of storage thing. So you can pull out the little shelves oh. and you can do like shorter product. Like for your, when you polish the silver, right, if you yes, keep yes. your rights cream in the top, mm-hmm. it's the perfect size. I like okay. hand soaps, sponges, all that in the top. And then the bottom has a rack. You pull it out and it's your tall bottles. Lazy Susans are perfect for shelves, but get the right size. Are you going to get the 9-inch or the 10-inch? Like, it really does make a difference. Okay, so you do need to measure. I'm adding enough measure. room for two, and I use both of them. Wow, okay. Okay, that's good to know. It's I'm going to do that. Year. That's what I, I want to do under my sink. Yeah, I think iDesign is the brand that she talked about, and that's the brand that, uh, that I did. But here's our problem, is that we, as Americans, we decide that like, today's the day I'm going to clean it out. Well, then, guess what? You don't have your supplies. No. You run on down to the TJ Maxx because you've been to Bed and Bath and Beyond, and it's a little more expensive there. So, no. Like, just get the right supplies. Get them in. And then, just like she said, I loved that saying, you don't have to have it all done today. Like, right. Pick That's a shelf. True. Pick a drawer. Do that today. You don't have to move out and into your back into your kitchen in one day. Yeah, because that is what happens. You get overwhelmed. No, it's just it's too much. Yeah, <laughs> and then it all sits there on the floor for weeks. Well, I don't know about you, but I feel like I am constantly in my kids' rooms redoing, pulling mm-hmm. out a drawer, seeing what fits, and it's so overwhelming. Yeah, well, who, which is messy. Which kid? Well, they're both messy. Both those, they're boys. Both I yeah. mean, Graham is more particular about his things. Like he's a shoe guy. 
So his shoe, he keeps, like that's what he got for Christmas. He keeps the Nike boxes. He puts his Nike shoes on top of the Nike box. Okay. But yeah. then like you can't find underwear or shorts to fit. <laughs> I mean, yeah. he'll come down in a pair of shorts and I, I they're literally mid thigh. And I'm like, look, <laughs> heads up. Where'd that like, come from? Mom, I don't have any shirts in my drawer. And I'm like, you can, you just can't open the drawer because you have too much junk in there. Right. Yeah. But... You were saying that Millie is Millie's my, the one that's yeah. on it. She's on it. She's pretty clean. However, I mean, I say that, but then she's also the one that has dirty clothes everywhere. Like under her bed, there's like random dirty socks. Yeah. And just dirty things kind of everywhere. But <laughs> she cleans. Like but she are they legit dirty or did she take them off yeah, and lay them down? She takes them off and like throws them. Like yes. it's like one goes to the right, one goes to the left. Instead yeah. of just at least throw them together. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like uh-huh. there's just random stuff like that everywhere. But her bathroom's clean. Like she gets out the Windex and the toilet oh. clean. Like she cleans it. That's so middle her child. Bathroom stays pretty clean. Yeah. But now Taylor May, I don't know if it's just her or what it is, but she's disgusting. Yeah. I mean, disgusting. We're just I, turning I, I, twelve. It has to be teen. I hope so. I mean, I've heard other moms talk about this, yeah. so it, I don't feel like it's just me. Yeah. Because I would die if it was. I mean, no, I think it. I think it's pretty common under her bed. I I, I can't even. I kind of quit looking because it's so disgusting. There are so many wrappers. Of like applesauce, cracker wrappers, like a sleeve of crackers, chip bags, candy wrappers. You name it, it's under her bed. Do you threaten her? What do you Yeah, do? well, I tell her like, you're going to have cockroaches, Ugh, rats, I would die. mice, die. ants crawling all around you while you sleep. Yeah. And she's like, whatever, mom, get out. You know, I <laughs> you know, use uh, things like the mold that's going to grow into your bed and infest your airways. <laughs> You know me. I'm dragging them in here showing them pictures of like somebody with a collapsed lung. I'm like, this is what you're living in. If I took a UV light up here. And you, do you remember the horrifying, like if somebody had like on 2020, they'd bring oh, out the UV yeah, light. They'd go to those hotel, hotel oh. rooms. And I feel like that's the kind of mom that I am. Like I come in here with gloves and be like, everyone needs a penicillin shot. You've been living in film. Let me just show you. Lights out, guys. Everyone lights out. I mean, I scare my kids into any kind of uh, any kind of treatment. But I mean, it is true though. Like, okay, this happened. I don't know if I've told you this story, but you know, I had Liza Jane, my niece, for like Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. and this was. I mean, I can remember my mom yelling at my brothers about like, you know, leaving a cereal bowl under their bed. I mean, just yeah, whatever. Yeah. And I mean, there's nothing worse than milk. Oh, milk is the finding worst. a bottle that <laughs> yes. that has. Okay, so you fast forward. We're going to Jason's parents for Christmas, and we're about 10 minutes from their house. And Graham's sitting in the back seat. You know, everybody's got their device and their headphones in and whatever. And all of a sudden, I hear him go, what is this? And then the smell hit me, Sarah. Oh. Okay, so Liza Jane had a, um, I can't ever think of the name, the pop top. Like a sippy cup? The sippy cup with the pop top. With the straw? Yes. Uh Yes. Mm -hmm. I can't think of why. I can't think of what those are called. But anyway, so... You know that the prep, I, I guess it was in the back. I didn't know it was in the back. <laughs> Rolled and, under the seat. Yes. And he reached out and he was like, what is this? And why he popped the top, I'll tell you what, it'll be the last time he did. But that smell oh. and milk came coming. I mean, Courtney, came, I can't. I can't, I can't even swallow right now. Like, I'm thinking about that, that thick smell. Oh. I had, I was, I started screaming. I, I was like, what? I was mad at everybody. I made Jason wash the car out. I made him put the thing, you know, and then we were, I was at, like in a bad mood. We got to his parents. I was like, everybody's fault. Everybody's, everybody's fault but mine. It just, there's nothing more disgusting. Yeah. You know, that's the worst thing I ever did to my child. 
one of my children. It's like my confession, you know, like that thing that you, I hope I'm not the only one that has something they did to their child that they still feel bad about. What happened? Would you like leave (laughs) her in a hot car or something? Well, pretty much. I mean, I probably could have. Um, She was in her car seat in the back. She was probably like a year and a half. And she found a sippy cup of milk and picked it up and took a sip. No. And I didn't know it until no. she started throwing up. She was no. throwing up in the car. I could car. throw up right now. Just and I was stop. like, what is happening? What's wrong? Pull over. And she had found a cup. I mm. still, I mean, I'm just mm. now talking about it. It's been 12 years. <laughs> like, that's how terrible I felt. <laughs> Awful. Well, that's disgusting. It's disgusting. There's nothing no, worse than that. And guarantee that something like that will happen again. And, I mean, you know what? It just is what it is. But just keeping these kids clean and deodorized <laughs> and their teeth brushed. Just and keeping them alive. You know, let's just keep them listen, alive. Listen, I started keeping deodorant in my glove box because I'm like, everybody get a swipe. Jason, you too. Everybody get a swipe. <laughs> everybody old spice up before we go. Even yeah. Dean, eight-year-old, do it. You smell like a sweaty, like, prison guard. <laughs> Thank God for Old Spice, you know. <laughs> so I've told you about this book, right? My home comforts book, like somebody gave me when I got married. It's the art and science of keeping house. Wait, who gave you this? Your mother-in-law? Is this like a mother-in-law gift? <laughs> well, <laughs> how to keep a tiny I mean, home? You would think. I mean, I really think that it was published, or it had to be published in like I don't know the forties, the fifty, written in the four nineteen ninety-nine. Okay, what ninety-nine? I didn't know they were still allowed to write books like this. No, it's very old. I think this one was published. Okay. But these chapters the, are version. like cleanliness, when to uh, wipe down the home, co- when to wipe down your fridge, home cooking, how oh, to transform Lord. a closet, how to fold things correctly, the chemistry of household cleaning, when to mix what cleaners with what. I mean, it is. I need this book. It really is amazing. I don't reference it a lot. But I think you're a pretty good homemaker, well, if you thank will. You. I did. My mother was here a couple weekends ago keeping the kids, and I did kind of get on her. I was just like, Mother, you did not show me how. You have done me a disservice. You did not show me how to fold a fitted sheet. And she was like, well, no one showed me how either. Because <laughs> no one knows. No, no one knows how to fold a fitted sheet. It's an enigma. Sheet. Yeah. You just roll it up is what you do and stuff in a closet. But here, it's in here that shows you how. I mean. Well, you know what I've been doing instead of just rolling it up and stuffing it in a closet? What? Put them in a pillowcase. Someone told me this. So okay. Yes, Jason wants me to sheets. do this. Oh, yeah. Uh, so uh, flatted uh, sheet pillowcases and then roll up the, <laughs> the fitted sheet. Yeah. And stuff it in a pillowcase. So then it looks nice, at least. And it's all together. So you don't have a bunch of pillowcases and a bunch of top sheets and fitted sheets. You know, can't find anything. It's just all in the same place. It's really nice. Does it look messy, though, in the cabinet? Like, oh, I feel like it would look like so. a wad of, like, just It kind of does. Kind of a wad. But it's better than having, like, a wad of a fitted sheet and a wad of a that's top true. sheet and a bunch of pillowcases over here. Yeah, that's true. Because I do have a lot of pillowcases that I need to... I need to just get in there and edit. That's, again, that's mm-hmm. just one of those places... That you've just got to do. Yeah. Just do the linen closet one yeah. day. And just maybe start with the pillowcases. <laughs> okay, so this book, and when it talks about, like, keeping, you know, we've talked about this before, about, like, vacuuming your mattresses and flipping mm-hmm. your mattress mm-hmm. and things like that. Guess what it says about making your bed every day? It says that, so here's my question. Did you know that you're supposed to, like, air your out your sheets to keep them fresh and all this kind of stuff. No. Okay. But it makes sense. Yeah. Well, here's, but no. It says this. It says, if you're, like, in the morning, mm-hmm. so when you get out of the bed, go ahead and pull the comforter and the down, your quilt, whatever, pull it over the end of the bed and, like, pull your sheets down and let your at your mattress and your sheets air out. While you take, if you're working, while you take a shower and eat breakfast, let this air out for, like, an hour. If you're at home for the day, let it do a little longer than that. <laughs> 
It keeps your mouth. sheets fresh and clean. Now, I do not do that. I'm just telling you what the book yeah. says. I don't know. But it also says, tw- at dust, it also says dust twice weekly. Just Wait, dust twice weekly? Yes. In your bedroom. That you need to pay closer attention to the cleanliness of your bedroom because you spend the most time in that room versus other rooms. Yeah, in the that house. makes sense. If you think about it, yeah. But it's the breathing also, with your mouth open. It's the, there's the mold <laughs> there's the, and the and the airways. Yeah. But if you think about it, though, that's the last place because I can shut my bedroom away and I want to keep all my other spaces clean. Yeah. Like, but you don't need to. You need to be dusting those. Okay. Shelves. Well, listen, I gotta head home and dust. Okay? I know. I, gotta I get mean, to seriously, dusting. it. I mean, it's just. There's there's a more efficient way to do everything than the way that we're living, and that's why we're just thankful for Clara. Thank you, Clara. And you need to know when to say when, like when to call people like Clara and go, okay, I can't do it. I can't make my house efficient. Mm-hmm. But you do live better with agree. The, the, the more systematic. I agree. Is. Agree. So, Clara, thank you for helping Clara, us out. Thank Clara. you for helping our listeners out. Good we great. love you. Congratulations on all your success with your business. She's blowing up. The Home Organized. Y'all follow along with Clara, and she's got lots of tips. And she also has all those products on her website, too. I know. Thehomeorganized.com. Get those ordered. Thanks for listening. Bye.